hello and welcome to our podcast, Friendship Therapy. I'm Caleb, and I'm here with Trevor. Mm-hmm. Um, how's it going? How's it going, sir? It's going. It's the new year. I'm really happy. Yeah, it's a great time it? of year. Yeah. Yes. Since uh, we last talked, we made it through Christmas. And we mm-hmm. made it through, well, I guess you're like finishing up 2020. But for me, it's 2021 already. Yeah, I'm like, what, six hours away from 2021? Yeah, yeah close, close enough. enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so how was, how was Christmas? Dude, it was good. It was probably one of the most relaxing holidays I've had in quite a while. That's nice. Um, yeah, it was really nice just to kind of slow down for a little bit. Um, ironically, I kind of use Christmas time usually as a time to reflect on the past year rather than New Year's itself. Mm. Um, so it was a lot of thinking about what, what went on and then, you know, what's coming up this coming year and all of that jazz. But other than that, like I got to hang out with family, read some some good books, some fantasy novels, some Oh. Yeah, <laughs> like some some story, not not too serious kind of books. Yeah. They were pretty good. Yeah. I did hear that you got to nap and read books. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good holiday. pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. Ate a lot of food, dude. Oh my gosh. I think I gained like 8 pounds <clears throat> in in a week because i ate so much food eight pounds <laughs> that yeah. is a substantial amount yeah i don't i don't know it was so good i just kept eating there was always food out you know what i don't know if you have it around the holidays but there's usually always food on the counter and so i just kind of graze like a cow right. all day long <laughs> i hear you i hear you yeah that happens we uh yeah we well, Christmas Day, we were still working because it mm. wasn't a holiday here. Um, but the next day, uh, the 26th, uh, we went down to Chie's family. And we had like a bit of a Christmas celebration. And uh, yeah, her cousins and aunt and uncle came over to her parents' house. And everyone made like a ton of food. There was so much food. And I mm. ate Actually, I had a bit of a stomach ache, so I was unlucky. But I persevered, uh, and I ate a lot anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not gonna be stopped. Yeah, um, yeah, it was really fun. We just kind of chilled and exchanged some gifts, and then the next day, for we celebrated my birthday the day after my birthday because they were celebrating mm-hmm. Christmas the day after Christmas. So we just like delayed mm-hmm. by a day for everything, and we went to Yakiniku, which is like japanese barbecue i guess you could say but it's like you mm-hmm. just take you know you've had it like you've gone we've gone to korean barbecue together it's really similar to that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's kind of like that like you know like the delicious meats and with mm-hmm. the sauces and the salt and you just mm-hmm. you just eat meat <laughs> and some vegetables yeah. and it tastes great yeah yeah that was really fun mm. we went to this one place uh the owner of the place is friends with chia's uncle and uh always a good time when we go there yeah that's nice her cousin works there too now actually oh Uh, wow she was our waitress which is kind of of fun uh so yeah it was a good time yeah really nice time family again and then uh the next day we literally just 
chilled at her parents' house and everyone did their own thing and just like what you did, like just slept, took naps and I wa- like watched TV and mm-hmm. um, I did a bit of work because technically it was again a work day, um, but I, I didn't like let it get to me too much. I just wanted some yeah. emails I had um, synced with the team a little bit, but mostly I was reading, relaxing. Um, mm-hmm. Then, then yeah, then after that we came home and then it was the break here. So you guys had the Christmas break, but we get like a New Year's break. So we're mm-hmm. we're off. We're from the 28th until the 4th. Mm. And so, yeah, then we hit New Year's. And that's where we were yesterday and then today. And that's like the, the big holiday here. And mm-hmm. I just posted it on my Instagram story so you could see the whole experience. But I think... Like, it's called Hatsumode, which is, like, okay. first visiting of the shrine in the new year, kind of. Mm-hmm. That's what that means, more or less. Um, And it's, like, a thing that you do to go... Like, so a lot of people do it right at midnight. Like, a lot of people are, like, lined up in line, and they're, they celebrate the, the transition of year, like, at midnight at their local shrine. Wow. Um, And you can... Yeah, so there's, like, stuff set up right then. Usually there's, like, foods to eat. Like, there's, like, shrine foods that are delicious, and there's um all these good smells from like wood fire smoke like bonfire things burning and there's usually like mm-hmm. good food smells and there's usually like some temple burning of incense smells and just a really like nice time um but the one we went to, so th- this is the first time we've gone while being here in at home in Fukuoka usually we're with her family when we do it um mm-hmm. we don't go late at night we just go in the morning cuz sleeping um <laughs> so this time we went to the first time when was near our house and uh it was a bit smaller of a of a setup and, and i'm not sure if it's because the shrine was smaller or if it's because of coronavirus so they didn't have as much things set up yeah but either way it was still really nice and um yeah we went and we went and drew our lux i got um suikichi which means something like um the luck is coming to me, but at the end of next year. So, <laughs> so I'm getting good luck yeah. next year, but but it's but it's building for the whole year. Suppose, uh, supposedly is what that means. Hmm. Okay, so <laughs> I'm not one to be all superstitious and stuff, as you know. Mm-hmm. But not going to lie, the past five years that I've drew, drawn these uh, omikuji is what they're called. I actually have one. This is the one I got. Right oh, here. I see it. Yeah, yeah. I, it was in my story as well. Yeah, it says this little paper. Yeah, yeah. You pay like a hakuen, which is like a dollar, and you just get okay. to pull from a random like box and then see what you get. So okay, the last five years I've I've pulled these. Okay, and the last five years has been accurate, <laughs> like more or less exactly how my year has gone. So I mean, really? I'm not about to be superstitious, but you know, there might be something to it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, so 2018, I got Daikichi, which is like ultimate best luck. Mm. And like, 2018 was like a really great year, um, like yeah. financially and just like in general. Like, I traveled all uh-huh. over the world. Like, we had a lot of fun. Like, see, so you, you guys moved out to um, Washington. Mm-hmm. Like, things were great. <laughs> and then um, 2019, I got. Um, moderate luck 
which was right. It was like it's a pretty, pretty, just a pretty average year. It was fun. You know, like we moved to Japan, um, but nothing like insane happened. And then yeah. 2020, <laughs> 2020, I got a year, like more or less, just like a year of difficulty. <laughs> it was yeah. what, it was what it said it was gonna be. Um, yeah, that about sums it up. <laughs> I had a year of difficulty. Yeah. 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 Um, and then this year, it was like my luck is going to build compound this huh. year. So, yeah, that was that was my news. I think that's really cool. Like I haven't heard of that before, but the holiday kind of spurs on people to think about the future. One hundred percent. I kind of I I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Like it encourages people to think. That's a really um, good point so, that I wasn't thinking about. Yeah. But you're totally right. It does. Do yeah. That. No. It's it's really good. I mean, I feel like a lot of people just. I mean, they, they, everyone knows that there's New Year's resolutions, right? Right. Um, so in a sense, I think everyone is thinking about it. Mm. But I like how there's not only the thought there, but the infrastructure mm. to kind of encourage people to oh, participate right. and do things that are all about reflecting, um, reflecting and the next year. There's, there's something about doing something about what you're thinking about that just makes it more meaningful and it then becomes easier to remember as well i think you're totally right so, about that it's a really good reflection i, I, I kind of <laughs> want to do it i don't know yeah, if there's dude. anywhere i don't so, nowhere in the u.s but like it'd be really cool if that kind of experience was was Maybe here somehow we we swing it some year so that you're here around this time of year oh yeah oh we yeah just there do, we it. Go. do it together yeah here. um another so here's another facet of it that really gets on to like what you're saying is they mm-hmm. you also just before the the new year you burn all of the things from the previous year so like all of mm. the 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 luck things that you got like all the shrines they have all like these 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 um wooden card things that throughout the year you you people will come and they'll like draw luck things and then they'll like write on them um and it's like good or bad things that might have happened but it's like the yeah. year is done and at the end of the year you you so at least things are all saved up and at the end of the year you burn them all and it's like to bring in the new year like you you're like the last year is done and you're closed it out it doesn't matter what happened in the last mm-hmm. year it's like it is what it is it's sealed and so you like you you burn everything <laughs> um yeah. and then uh you bring in the new year with um like there's like an arrow and i wish i could remember what the arrow meant I can't remember right now, but there's a lot. There's like a there's like a lot of things where there's a whole ceremony of like closing out the last year, yeah. letting the like having being at peace with what happened in the last year, and then ushering in the new year with thought and reflection, mm. a kind of kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a really good point. Like it's it's like baked into the society more or less. There's a lot of symbolism there. Yeah, too. like that's really cool. A lot of stuff that that I, I need to like learn more about it, so I I can know even more. I mean, this is the first time I've been hearing about it, so I'm just—I think it's a great idea. It's really cool. Yeah, shoot, yeah, man. We'll have to—we'll have to talk more about it so that next year we can like do something together related to it. Coordinate. Yeah. Well, you might be—you're often with family around this time, though. That's why we've never oh, done that's something. True. Or we haven't even thought about it because you're always with that's so Chi's family. Yeah. yeah but if you okay so here's the thing like if you actually did come around this time of year like let's say you you flew out on like the 28th which is kind of normally when you're back um yeah it, there's like there's like no reason why you couldn't coming out with this like they have 
like one year Ben came not around Chris around uh, New Year's, but he came in like um, the middle of the summer and like with her family and we did like a bunch of stuff. They're like, they're like anyone can come that, you know, <laughs> it's not like mm-hmm. a, mm-hmm. oh no, it's only us. Like this is, so even if we are with her family, like you could still come and it wouldn't be, it yeah. wouldn't be weird or anything. Yeah. So yeah, well, let's think about it. Like we'll just see what happens with what the future well, brings. Yeah. Well, I know we were talking about doing a five-year anniversary trip because it'll both be the fifth year with our wives next year. Yeah. But like, I don't know, travel next year. It's so up, so in, the up in the air right now. <sighs> it is so up in the air. But it's probably late enough in the year to where it, things might be open. I'm gonna hope but, so. Yeah. Yeah, that brings up a, that brings up a question. Okay, like I want to I want to hear your thoughts on this. Mm. Okay, so as we all know, 2020 was a globally difficult year, which is really interesting because now the entire globe has had a shared experience. Mm. Like a really, interesting. in a lot of in a lot of ways, everyone has had these same things happen to them on a global scale, which I want to say is yeah. perhaps one of the first times this has ever happened. Hmm. to human to okay. humanity like literally the yeah. entire globe has experienced this thing in some way like to hmm. some degree if you were a human being in 2020 that is still alive you have will have this shared experience in your mind i mean if you're like a baby that was just born not that you don't count but it's going to affect you still right even if you were a baby yeah. that was born in this year so every human being has had this thing happen to them and it's been they've been affected by it okay so that's one thing that's interesting but then what I was what I'm kind of thinking about is a lot of people are so feeling like I just want to be done with 2020 and they're looking to 2021 with a lot of hope. Like yeah. usually you have a bit of hope for a new year in general, but I feel like this year it's like people are like the bar is really low, let's just do a little bit better than last year. Come on, like we can do it and everyone's has all this hope for 2021. Yeah. Okay, so I feel like that's nice. But I don't really think anything's gonna change between the two years. Yeah, it's like I don't want to be like too pessimistic about it, but like we still have the same struggles, mm-hmm. and I just don't feel like I'm seeing enough people talk about that. Like well, I don't know. Like what do you think? Like you know, like you know, you know what I'm saying. There's like all this optimism for 2021. Everyone wants it to be different, and I'm like, but yeah. what really changed? And what are we gonna do different? Well. I don't think this is the first time something like this has happened to humanity on this scale. Um, I think it's the first time something that has happened and everyone has like instantaneous oh, you're right. ac- it's not... access to the data. Like World, World War II, II, yeah. World War yeah. II, the Cold War, that kind of stuff. Like it did right. happen. I was um, thinking instantaneous it access though. Like connect, connectivity. Yeah, yeah. Like, like things that are happening and everyone's like knowing what's happening day to day. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's it's... I think it's funny because I think it's almost like a coping mechanism for a lot of people just to be like, oh yeah, this next thing is going to be better. Um, mm. I, if I, if I just think about the next thing that's going to happen to me, it's, I mean, people are always going to think the next thing's going to be right. better because um, they want it to be. Uh, but realistically, the, nothing's changing yeah the challenges still exist guess what there'll probably be new challenges in 2021 that no one can anticipate yeah um and so i don't know if the that kind of mentality is bad but to expect it to be better that's what i'm getting at yeah might 
might be like a little bit too much. Like I can't just say 2021 is gonna, definitely going to be a better year than 2020. Like, yeah. no, I mean, that just sets me up for disappointment when it's not. So okay. yeah, yeah I, I'm, on, I'm on a similar page as you. Yeah. Cause yeah. like, and it's to a certain extent, I feel like it's actually going to get worse before it gets better. Even mm. still, like we're like, wow, 2020 mm-hmm. was so bad. Let's just get out of this year. Like, like that's all, all, all what you're seeing on social media right now is all these people making those kind of posts. Like even like yeah. the um, the uh, the filters on like on like Instagram and like Snapchat right now are like the stickers are good riddance 2020. You won't be missed or like you know these kind of things, which which is yeah. which is fine. It, it's fine. It's you know it's fun to say, but but yeah. I feel like it actually is going to get a little bit worse before it gets better and then it's going to yeah. get better and i think it'll do both in the in 2021 i think it'll get worse and get better in the same year but yeah i i agree with you it's like let's just not have expectations that allow us set ourselves up to be incredibly disappointed <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah yeah that's a whole another conversation though a perspective on expectations I feel like yeah. I feel like you and me have a really healthy relationship with expectations, actually. Oh, like when it comes to just the two of yeah, us. Yeah, like us specifically. Like we've talked about this many times in the past, but I'm okay. Like yeah, like even today, right? Um. So, like we started what? Started the podcast thirty minutes thirty late. minutes late. Yeah. Past what we had normally scheduled it, and I, I know we scheduled it, and it's a little bit different, but at the same time. I wasn't frustrated that we started late because you were visiting the shrine and then you had got back a little bit later, but I wasn't like expecting you expecting a certain behavior Mm. from you. And therefore it didn't make me frustrated. I was like, of course that makes sense. It's totally okay. Like (laughs) I know you've thought through probably what, you know, I'm doing and it it just made sense. Um, But even for a lot of people and especially when things aren't scheduled, um i i think people expect too much from other people and their behavior and it can get you in really sticky situations yeah how how did we go about developing um that for us we talked about it like i can remember conversations again it all comes back to university because that's like when we met and that's when all of the life developing as a human happens at least for us um yeah but um, I remember it was when we were dating our um, what what would become our future wives at the time. When you were dating Olivia and I was dating Chie, but I, it was like before engagement or maybe during engagement, maybe both. But I remember like mm-hmm. we had a conversation about expectations uh, because we had kind of seen a lot of people be disappointed by behaviors that their significant others had or hadn't done and then i think there was like a like a like a i don't know like a sermon or something that we went to that we we left the sermon we were like what the hell is he talking about yeah <laughs> it was like that just yeah. sounds like advice to have a really bad relationship with somebody yeah um, i think and I that think spirit it was, we were uh, like, like a sermon on gender specific roles oh, in a relationship yeah, and so. what, what you can expect yes. from the other partner when it comes to that yes i think so uh which i don't have anything 
I don't have anything wrong right. with gender specific roles. If you, if want, you want that in the relationship, I think it's actually it, it's good. Yeah. Um, if you if if you're a couple that wants to have gender specific roles, that's fine. They work. But the person talking was speaking like as if you should expect your partner to to do those things. Right. Um, which that's where the problem lies. It's crazy. Yeah. Just just to like uh, just ma- to say like gender specific roles are great if you have decided as a couple that you want them. But that's the important part is that you've decided yeah. this and not just inherited yeah. them or been told by somebody that they're supposed to have them. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. That is that. I think that is the one um, because, yeah. c- because like you and I and Chie and Olivia both conform to and break the gender norms in relationships. It, in various different ways and i think that's kind of what like what what spurred it um yeah because i I remember like olivia was like well we don't do x at all or or and 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 we were like she and i were like yeah same (laughs) neither do we (laughs) (laughs) and that's fine yeah so yeah i want to feel like i feel like that was one of the times that really got us thinking about expectations because it was like a person that previously in our lives we would have said had a certain amount of authority said a certain thing that just seemed to make literally zero sense yeah yeah okay this is like okay for just for example's sake in case anyone's wondering i physically know someone um that this happens to so maybe a gender specific role for a male would be to consistently open um a door for a female right Maybe a car door, a door to a restaurant, yada yada yada. Um, so, if the female is expecting that to happen every time that the male opens a door, then eventually, uh, I mean, there will be a point where the male just won't do that, and then now it sets that other person up for just disappointment, essentially, mm-hmm. and frustration, and. I know people in my life, um, females, that do get frustrated at their partners for not doing this because they think it should be done for them. And when it's not, it's frustration. And usually what ends up happening is that frustration builds up and it's not communicated and kind of just explodes into the relationship way down the line. Yeah. And it just, it doesn't make sense. It it just makes zero sense. Yeah. The, the thing that's really interesting that I don't actually have an answer for is how do you break? Like, let's say you are someone that has that's trying to not have um, detrimental expectations. Like, let's say they they've noticed a pattern in their behavior. They're like, okay, I I see that I am expecting these things, and that seems to be bringing unhappiness to my life or my relationships how do you help that person? Like, what do you say to that person to be like, yeah, here's a path to having less expectations. I don't know how to necessarily, cause like I can understand why they feel that way. You know, I can, uh-huh. it's, and to a certain extent it can, it can appear very reasonable, you know? And it's weird to say like, you don't have expectations, but yes, last night I was thinking about this and, and I think it's, I put it like this. It's like, I have high hopes, but like no expectations. Mm. if that makes sense um mm-hmm. but yeah how do you 
yeah what do you what do you say like how do you how do you help someone without having their own catalyst event to to break out of having toxic expectations no like maybe you I think one possible avenue is helping the other person see through another person's eyes. Mm. Because if you're thinking about how other people are perceiving situations and why or why not they're doing something, you come to realize pretty quickly that, you know, life doesn't revolve around you. It's almost like a selfless attitude. Mm -hmm. Because if you're expecting things, it's mainly because... You're thinking about yourself. Yeah, I right? agree. What do I, I want agree. out of the situation? Mm. I want this, right? It's, it's it's very innate to want something. Yeah, from it's someone it's like or some situation. It's like who am I to demand something of the universe? Like that's what I feel like expectations yeah. are. It's like you are an individual, and you're saying to the entire universe, "This is what's gonna happen, and I expect it. It should be this way." Yeah. And that just feels so ab- absurd yeah. to do. Like, yeah, who are you to say that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. It's like you have to educate someone on how to understand someone else. Understand something that's not in their universe for them to kind of grasp this topic. Hmm. Yeah, man. Interesting. I, yeah, and I think, like, again, I think the way we started uncovering it is, like, I what well, was during that time in our life when our whole world was breaking down. <clears throat> like, Everything we thought about reality wasn't reality, so it came at a good time. Yeah, <laughs> might as well let yeah. that one go too. Um, but I think yeah. I think yeah, I think people can have these sorts of realizations without having their entire at the same doesn't have to go along with your entire worldview also breaking down. Um, I think it's mm-hmm. like something that maybe can be worked on over time as like a practice of letting go. I think that's another way to put it. Mm. Um, letting go and um, I don't know letting the a moment be what it is like okay the way mm. what I mean by that is there's no past and there's also no future there actually only ever is a single moment and you can th- since you can think about past and you can think about future though they don't exist you can you can use them and be like all right in the past I had a moment in which I was frustrated or upset, but I got through that moment. So therefore, why am I to think that this moment is now suddenly the worst moment in my life and I'm not going to get through this moment? It's like, mm. in that perspective, it doesn't make sense. Now, how to bring that sort of self-awareness to mind in a given situation, again, I don't actually know how to, how to explain, but that's kind of like what goes through mm. my mind when, I, when I'm feeling... Mm-hmm. upset or maybe frustrated like i'll be like okay i'm frustrated in this moment but it's not gonna last forever because i have made it through yeah. many other moments in life and been okay so therefore mm-hmm. i'll get through this one as well and then in the future i'll feel okay again mm-hmm. um so that kind of get that kind of relates to dealing with expectations and like what do you do when you don't have expectations um but it's also kind of a little bit unrelated but huh i i think there is something to be said though like if you clearly communicate something with someone um you can set up 
healthy expectations. Yeah, I think I think, I think so. There is definitely room for that. Um, I think it's impossible to live in a world without expectations. Yeah. But the way you go about doing that is by clearly communicating and defining and then not expecting it to maybe work on the first try, but having to work through that process with someone and learning how to, um, you know, essentially meld your life yeah. together. Um, it's a process, but I think it's it can be done and should be done. Well, again, I, I want to say it's like, having high hopes but low expectations wherein like you're you're believing in somebody and you're believing in yourself that you're going to be able to come to resolution yeah, okay. so you're hoping that this will be happen but i, I still want to not use the word expectation because for me for some reason when i say expectation it's if as if it is as if i think something should happen like again it's it's as if i'm demanding something of the universe and will mm. like and when it doesn't happen like what do you do when an expectation doesn't come like you're automatically disappointed Right, but if you have a had yeah. had a hope for something, and the hope doesn't come through, it's like that's okay, and it's like less severe to me. It's like mm -hmm. okay, well, we can like reset from this easier. So, there is like a bare okay. minimum of expectation yeah, that I like I'll that. keep. You know, like again, yeah. if it's like a, with a romantic partner, um, that I'm committed to, it's like I expect myself to not cheat on this person, and you to also not cheat on me. Yeah. Like I don't put any mental, um, effort or energy thinking about that. Like. So I would say that like the, the baseline yeah. of my expectations are things that I guaranteed will not think about. Like that's never going to be my assumption yeah. in, in this relationship at any point. So that's my expectation is right there. So like people could say that's a really low expectation, really bar, really low bar for expectations, but like that's where expectations should be. I think like they should be like the bare minimum base yeah. level. If it, if this is broken, then okay. Then shit happens. Now I can be worried about it. It's like the fail safe, you know, everything yeah. like that's like really yeah. severe example. And maybe there's a couple other things that are, around that level it's like i i also always assume that you're not going to be lying to me that's another thing too like i i assume mm -hmm. that what you tell me is mm -hmm. true because it would be it would take too much mental effort for me to worry about that so like i'm committed to you you're committed to me therefore i assume that that what you tell me is not so that's another expectation like i, I expect you're not lying to me um but above mm -hmm. that it's like yeah it's just like hopes and like we can work through yeah. these things maybe that's a way to put it Mm, I like that better. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I like this topic. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good topic. So I think it also kind of relates. If we go first full circle to what we talked about last time we had our, our podcast. Um, when it was the when both people are changing at a rapid pace, how do you stay on a friendship trajectory with that person? Uh, we more or less... Mm -hmm. probably answered it yeah we probably did actually um, expectations yeah. don't don't have them yeah. <laughs> don't yeah, have high don't have, have high hopes <laughs> but uh low expectations though i think at the end there just mm -hmm. now like we did kind of hit on something that is important like when you do have a a um relationship that you care about having like a baseline of like low low expectations like again, like I yeah. in our relationship, like I assume that you never are going to lie to me. That kind of a thing. Um, I assume that yeah. you're not doing something um, to intentionally hurt me. You know, because because yeah. if that, if I was yeah. thinking about those things, well, then we wouldn't have the relationship that we do have. So I would, I would have to be like, you can't 
assume that in every relationship in some relationships you do have to assume that the person is probably out there to get you but that's like a totally different that's not what we're talking about here um so yeah but yeah so i think like that is probably actually the answer is how did how did we, how did we stay how do we navigate being on the same tra- trajectory despite changing personalities and different life and circumstances it's keeping expectations low and help and hopes high and i think something that you bring up a lot is being collaborative how so what do you mean by that like let's say we're talking about a given situation like even in this podcast um you'll always bring up like how it's important to talk to the other person that you're in the relationship with and communicate with them and that you Mm. believe in like the power of working through things which is like collaborative Mm -hmm. in nature like like you tend to as like like as a trait like you're a person that believes in collaborating like if you collaborate on something with a person and have reason then you can come to a solution like that's something that that you kind of hold as a it appears to anyway you appear to like hold that as kind of like a core tenet like uh, yeah, I mean, like, I'm a scientist. It's, it's in my nature. <laughs> oh, oh, shoot. You're right. You're right. Yeah. No, I, you're right, though. Um, you know, I I think one of my core personality traits, kind of what makes me me, I'm going to butcher saying this word, but I highly, highly value people's individual individuality. Um, and because of that, I think anytime you're in a relationship with anyone collaborating and each person bringing to the table, what, what they've thought about and what they can do and their experiences are, are kind of what, what makes living fun Mm. for me. Um, because it's like life is in one sense, a lot about the relationships you make. You know, at the at the end of your life, a good portion of your memories are going to be mm-hmm. with people. If not all of them, it's going to revolve around people in your life, people you've impacted, et cetera, et cetera. Because of that, I think it's really important to celebrate those differences and to collaborate with people in your relationships and talk about yeah. things. Um, I really like yeah. this perspective that you have, actually, because it's like you you brought up two things. You brought up collaboration or an individuality and i like this because you're appreciating both the individualistic and the collectivist nature of of like humanity so some people will be like well if you're individual you know you you have like high individuality you're individualistic then therefore you must be a bastion unto thine own you know you you have to do everything Mm. yourself you have to you make it by yourself that's what matters that the the way that you preserve individuality Mm -hmm. is by being independent and like being loud essentially but you're saying Mm -hmm. the most beautiful part of individuality is bringing that into like a collective and collaborating Mm -hmm. and and sharing those experiences and like the differences between the people and the 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 individual things that they bring like their spark if we may is what creates a rich life of memory a rich community and a more <laughs> a more fulfilling human experience so like your your worldview the way you described it is like blending 
individuality and collectivist thinking and that's and i think that's really yeah, cool like the yeah. way that you with the way that you're doing it i like that that's probably why um in my mind again going back to that we've been able to maintain this kind of friendship because we both have very strong personalities and we're not afraid to bring things to the table especially <laughs> you like your your thoughts your ideas your life you bring them very upfront to me and it's something either I haven't usually thought about or it's something that I just wouldn't do and it's yeah. just different. But it's fun to celebrate that and talk about it and kind of just collaborate on life itself. And for me, that's really propelled this relationship yeah. forward in my mind. It, it's been amazing. Vice versa. But and I think the thing that makes it work then is because we both have this perspective on expectations where it's like if you could bring something to me or I could bring something to you, and it's not like I'm thinking you should now also be this way. <laughs> or you think, and you should also yeah, now be this yeah. way. It's like, no, this is literally just how I'm vibing. It doesn't matter. Like, you can, yeah. you can also vibe this way or not, and that's fine. Yeah. And, and more often than not, we end up synchronizing on a similar conclusion and a similar trajectory just by the process of back and forth communicating on a perspective that we have on the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like we influence each other in that way, which I think is great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that, that's what I'm. I'm really looking forward to in these in these future podcasts, getting into those yeah. perspectives, because there's a whole <laughs> slew of them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We've we talk about them constantly, stuff in the past, and then obviously there's conversations that have yet right. to be had. Um, yeah. Right. Right now, we're still kind of like working through what's gotten us to where we are but eventually I'm, I'm sure we'll start talking about like breaking down new ideas but i do really appreciate that like we can in a sense have a place wherein we try to break down a situation or an idea with like reason <laughs> we try to reason through something and mm-hmm. then like that's a that's like a that's like a really cool thing actually like we have a space for having dialogue about what what's going on what we're going to do yeah. and what we think about some insert x issue i think a lot of people don't have that <laughs> i know I, I agree with you and i think what makes it even more unique um in speaking in terms of the myers-briggs test mm-hmm. we both used to have a personality that dealt with decision making based off of thinking and logical processes and over the course of university, we both, I think we both flipped or maybe even probably me more so to making decisions based off of yeah how we're feeling about the thing. But then in the, in the most recent years, I, I feel like we have both flipped and we've made this space in which we bring both those thought processes equally into what we're talking about so come from coming from like a logical perspective coming from this feeling like thinking about the experiences people yeah. are going to have and we just meld them together and but it's it's been really unique that both of us have had this mm. kind of background and being able to think right. both ways i think right now yeah. my myers-briggs says i infp I know at one point it was ENFP, 
Did you never have a tea? I thought you did. I can't point. remember if I've ever had a tea. Because I used to be. Yeah, I that's TJ. crazy. <laughs> yeah, which she is, did too. Maybe um, that's what you were thinking of. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. She had an INTJ. Yeah. But I. Yeah. But I'm an INFP. She's also an INFP. No, INFP. I'm, I'm an Yeah, INFP. you're INFJ. Oh, that's what I am. Um, I. ENTP. ENTP. In high school. ENTP. That's yes, what I that's thought. Correct. Cause, yes. It, yes. It was ENTP okay. in high school. It became ENFP in university. After university, it's. Or like towards the end of it, it switched to INFP, and it's been INFP now for the past five years. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's what it is. There wasn't, there was a point though where it, where it was ENTP, but the first like the EN yeah. and the P part have always like those have never changed, and then like the E became an I, but the E was always like a like a toss up between the two, and then now it just happens mm. to, it's always been like fifty fifty, and now it just skews towards I when I when I take it. But yeah. yeah, so there was a switch from the T to the F. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, um, which I what you brought up though is how like y- you use both parts when you're trying to reason about something, which is what I like too, and and why obviously um, the Myers Briggs is descriptive and not prescriptive. Um, you know, yeah. because it's like a framework to think about how your personality breaks apart rather than telling you this is what you're going to be you know yeah which which i like i like it. it's a good i think it's a decent tool in that with that frame with that mm-hmm. lens of using it mm-hmm. and it allows you to think about how you draw upon both we should talk about this next time because using prescriptive personality test to help figure out a relationship in the early stages is ex- I think is extremely helpful. Yeah, because it helps you talk about. It's a I don't know. It's like a framework. I I think it only yeah. becomes damaging when you when you identify with it and you say I am this, yeah. therefore this will happen, and I'm not I'm, changing, I'm not and changing, neither are yeah. you. Like that's when it becomes damaging, and that happens sometimes. Um, I'm sure there's points in our life where we've thought that before switching and be like hold up this is just this is just a tool among many other things it's kind of similar to like um like when people talk about like love languages i can't remember who that originally came up with that you know a lot of times i just i don't i don't like it but it's not that i don't like the the framework necessarily it's i don't like the way people talk about it as if it is as if it is them yes this is it's like it was not it's a facet of you but you're a human being so you're you know you're pretty diverse and you like you're gonna you're gonna yeah. um respond to a lot of different things on the spectrum from, a, from depending on who the person is that's mm. interacting with you like you might have a love language that's different depending upon who it is that you're interacting with as well because different people mm. are in your life and you fulfill different needs for them and they fulfill different needs for you and that's just how being a human works so if we allow ourselves to get so caught up on on like labels and stuff I think we can lose lose sight of our yeah individuality, <laughs> if you will, <laughs> to bring it back to what you were mm. saying. But okay, one more thing I want to say that I like about about um both the podcast and also our relationship is we find things that are 
interesting about the other person and then tell the other person that oh right like yeah, just early in this podcast I, I summed up i was trying to sum up the way that that you were thinking about your worldview at the moment of like the individuality with the collaboration and how that pr- provides you a unique perspective on like collectivism versus individuality in the way that you're navigating life and i was like that's really cool i like the way you're thinking there sir like but we do that kind of a thing yeah and i, and I like that yeah <laughs> we do that a lot hey man i think really complimenting people it. is important it's it's like this unforced affirmation yeah it's very like if you're just thinking about it it just feels right. really natural i know like honest. so that's what i'm pointing out is like we've never like yeah. said we were gonna do this or or anything it just happened and i'm, I'm kind of yeah. like noticing it so i'm pointing to yeah. that and i'm saying that i think that's a it's a cool thing and i like to i don't i think i'm now going to think about that in other relationships and try to bring it to it when it seems appropriate mm. yeah i would I think I do that. Yeah, I think I think I do too. (laughs) With you, (laughs) I'm trying to think. Like, even with my wife, I'm like I do it, but I don't think I do it as often. Which is really interesting to think about. But now that we're aware of it, maybe we should see where it fits in other relationships. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's nice. And Mm -hmm. well, here's another thing too. I think it it provides more credibility, mutual credibility, for when the one person does or says something that seems out of line per, for for character for the character so like if mm. if one of us is like i'm thinking x or i'm doing x thing then w- because we have this like mutual credibility built up and knowing that we're not like trying to attack the person at any point and usually it's like hey this thing you're doing is really neat then we can then it, like it means something if you say explain that to me more because i don't quite get what you're what you're saying there sir you know like it means oh it's like oh, okay yeah. hold on i'll listen to this because it's like i take you seriously as a result of that it's like yeah oh, that's so weird what a dynamic it's like to put it in like negative terms it's like almost like bribing each other <laughs> with good things so that when there's a negative thing there's like a system for it almost it's like it's like a catch in place because yeah. you're all buttered up <laughs> so you're so you're prepared yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh that's funny <laughs> huh interpersonal community mm. uh, relationships are so interesting yeah it's a matter of working things out mm-hmm. i took um communications in university that was like my mate well my second major do you remember that i had that one class yeah, that I was do. super good too yeah. that was fun yeah Hmm. it's always it's always been interesting i think being excited to be there in a relationship is is kind of fun (laughs) low-key kind of fun though (laughs) like i mean like i I don't know if people think about it that often but just being able to be there for someone is just kind of fun or just not even be there for them but just be there the experience of existing in a relationship is just fun I just people don't think about that often, but it's like, wow, I'm friends with X person, Y person, Z person. It's just like it's kind of just really being, cool. I don't know, happy with existing. Oh, okay. I know we're like already at like the forty five minute forty five minute mark, but this reminds me of that movie that just came out, the Pixar one, Soul. 
which I loved. So, oh, but so it was good. it kind of had the same sort yeah. of vibe, the same message where it's like, well, there, there is nothing other than existing. Like that's that's it. That's the thing that 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 brings you contentment, brings you happiness, the will to live, everything. It's like 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 it was like the petal that fell. That was that was her 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 earth piece, mm. her spark, right? Yeah, and that's beautiful. I love it. That's basically what you just said, but insert pedal falling mm-hmm. for the 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 experience of being in a relationship as being the thing that that makes you happy if, or it is fun yeah just being joyful that you can do it see i liked it from from her perspective but then thinking from the main character's perspective was like a similar message to other movies but just like living every yeah. day really intentionally like being happy to wake up and live your life and not always wanting Mm. to do that next thing and just being like, wow, this is really exciting that I get to live today and do the things I get to do today. I agree that that was, um, I, yeah, I really liked it when, you know, he, he wanted to be a musician he's like, that's my reason for existing. But then he realized it's not, Mm -hmm. it it isn't like, it's not the reason for it. You might feel like it at a certain point. It's this whole idea with like passions and everyone being obsessed with finding their passion, like which I think is a lot one of the the one of the tertiary or secondary themes throughout the the movie was the critique on modern society and everyone's craze for trying to find their passion, their their it, their thing, and and it being like yeah, it doesn't really exist. Like it's kind of a myth. It's like your passion mm-hmm. might be the thing that you end up doing the most or the thing that might feel the most fun but that doesn't define you that's the important part here is like that doesn't define you as a human being yeah is not whatever your passion might be mm-hmm. and the, bet- the dynamic between the main character and the, the the um i guess secondary character they were kind of both main characters though just really explored that and i loved it <laughs> it's so good i'm mm-hmm. definitely gonna have to watch it again <laughs> mm. We should do a watch party. We should. On this weekend. Yeah. Just watch it together. All right. Should we call it here? Mm. Okay. All right. This is fun. Yeah, let's call it here. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Uh, yeah, this is good. Time. Yeah. All right. Take care. Mm. Thanks for listening, everyone who made it to the end. Very well. Bye.